Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going to dive around a bit of the news that's been around the last few days that we haven't touched on. Just give our opinion on a few things. The first one, Cody Walker re-signing with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Tyrone May being released by the Penrith Panthers. The Dolphins have reportedly uh, found their number one target. Ikevalu, he has joined a new club. Edric Lee, he is on a train and trial deal. And reportedly, Sean O'Sullivan looks to find a new home. So we'll dive into all of those things over the next 15 minutes or so. The first thing off the top, Cody Walker uh, re-signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs till the end of 2023. So you do the maths, 2022, then 2023, that's another two years. I mean, that's what Adam Reynolds wanted, right? It, it's a, it's an interesting little storyline. Uh, I'm not sure the exact reasoning behind South Sydney's decision. I'm not sure if the media reports of them not wanting to give more than one year are exactly true. It's a bit hard to get a read on what's actually occurred here. But very interesting that they are keeping Cody Walker for the next two years when they essentially refuse to give Adam Reynolds uh, that for two years, the club captain and whatnot. But probably more water under that bridge than what we know. Keeping Cody Walker, though, until the end of 2023 is sensational, one of the superstars in our game. Going to be very interesting to see how he handles himself in 2022. Obviously, Adam Reynolds leaving. For me, I think he has been a critical part of the success of Cody Walker. That's not to take anything away from Cody Walker. He's obviously an extremely gifted footballer, very talented, but very interesting how he does go without Adam Reynolds. Uh, He could potentially be the captain of the club. We dropped a podcast the other day talking about the four options to be the skipper of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Personally, I wouldn't go with Cody Walker, but he is a guy that's going to be holding the keys at South Sydney. So at the same time, it wouldn't be a shocking choice. Wouldn't be my choice. Uh, But very interesting that he is now there for another two years, which of course, well, hopefully rules him out of signing with the, the, uh, I wouldn't say the Gold Coast Dolphins, with the Dolphins in 2023. Although we know that these contracts are, they're just about worth the paper they're written on. But it looks very unlikely that Cody Walker will be that marquee signing for the Dolphins in the future. Good news for South Sydney fans to keep a superstar 
star like Cody Walker on your books. When you got Cody Walker, Damian Cook, Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, you're always going to be there and thereabouts. Personally, I don't think they can win a premiership in the next two years, but I think they will be there and thereabouts, and they've definitely kept themselves up there. So congratulations, South Sydney, and congratulations to Cody Walker on that deal. Potentially the last deal of his career. He might have more football after. He's showing no signs of slowing down in any way, shape, or form. So interesting to see how the career of Cody Walker unfolds over the next few years. Now, yesterday, we saw the announcement by the Penrith Panthers that Tyrone May, uh, his contract has been torn up at the Penrith Panthers. It was, of course, uh, the trouble, was it earlier this year or earlier last year? Whenever it was, uh, went to court. Ivan Cleary and the Cleary seemed to be very supportive of him, as did the Penrith Panthers. Uh, he, you know, he's been in and out of this team. He was in the grand final side. I think he played 13 minutes in the grand final. Didn't have a huge impact. Uh, decided after that game to a couple of pitches with, you know, people said to me, oh, they're just music quotes. But I think there was a bit more meaning to that if you're being realistic. Yes, you can cover it up and say, oh, it's bullshit. It was just music quotes. It was nothing more. What guys can't write lyrics anymore? But there was meaning behind those lyrics, hence why he deleted it. Um, if there was no meaning to it, he wouldn't have deleted it. He, there would have been no issue. But obviously, the Penrith Panthers, they have seen the optics problem here. They understand the bigger picture. And uh, I, I personally, I like this decision by the Penrith Panthers, to be honest with you. I don't think it's been a good look for a long time now. Hopefully, uh, it allows them still to keep the, the younger brother, Taylor May. He looks like a very, very gifted footballer to me, very talented. So hopefully they can hold on to him. I don't know anything about his attitude, personality, or anything, but I think the Tyron May, Penrith Panthers is good mates and as close as he is to Ivan Cleary and seemingly all the Panthers boys. There's no doubting whatsoever. They all seem to absolutely love and adore Tyron May. But it's just a relationship that didn't seem to be working for me. It just wasn't... The optics weren't right. Um, I think this is a good decision. I think it might be good for Tyron May to go somewhere else. I think to some extent he might have been a bit of a protected species uh, at the Penrith Panthers. And look, Tyron May can play, yeah. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that Tyron May can't play football like a lot of other people. He can... He hasn't really been needed in this Panthers side, to be perfectly honest with you. They've tried him in the centres. They've tried him in the second row. He can jump in and play in the halves. And he can do all those things reasonably well, but he's not outstanding in anything. And that's no insult to Tyrone May. But I don't think the Penrith Panthers on field will miss Tyrone May at all, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I probably would have gone for Mitch Kenny off the bench, personally, in that grand final anyway. So I don't think it's a huge loss. Tyron May, as far as the Penrith Panthers on-field go, I've now got people messaging me saying, oh, chaos at Penrith. I'm like, look, the reality is for the last two years, there's always been chaos at Penrith. Yeah, they're quickly becoming one of the teams that deals with this sort of stuff better than anyone. If anything, they get better off the back of this sort of stuff. They're starting to remind me of sort of that old manly seagull side that it just wouldn't matter what was happening. They would just back themselves in sort of siege mentality and just get the job done. Uh, but I like this decision by Penrith. I think the optics and the club is bigger than any one person. So I do like this decision. Well, I wish Tyron May all the very best. He's made his mistakes. Uh, he continued to make some mistakes, but... Um, hopefully he does find the answers he's looking for and we do see him return in the NRL and prove that he's not the guy that he's sort of painted the picture of himself at the moment. So fingers crossed, Tyron May, he can find his way, sort his stuff out, and he can be successful in the NRL in the future somewhere else. Uh, the Dolphins, they have reportedly set their sights on Kalen Ponga as their marquee signing. Very interesting times up there at Newcastle. We've spoken about this a little bit. Mitchell Pearce, it looks like he is set to leave. Connor Watson has already left. They sold the uh, 257 Collective House the other day. So a bit going on up there at Newcastle. And personally, I've always thought that 
They were going to struggle to keep KP. When Connor Watson went, I was more nervous than ever. Now that Pierce has gone, I, I remember sitting with Denon and Finchie three months ago, and we were talking about Piercy, and, and I said, geez, if, you, if you're Mitchell Pierce, you've got to have a word to Caelan Ponger and say, what are you doing? Are you hanging around? Same same goes the other way. I mean, as soon as Mitchell Pierce goes, I'm, if I'm KP, I'm looking around, I'm going, my best mate's just left Connor Watson. My halfback has just left that... I've played enough football without this guy to know that this team's going to be a busted asshole without him. I'm, what, 24, 25 off the top of my head, Caelan Ponger. I'm just about to come into the peak of my football, and seemingly, it looks like I might have to move to 5'8 just to cover other spots, so I'm not even going to be playing in my position. Um, Andrew Johns has walked into the system. He'll be coaching there next year, two days a week. I mean, it moves the needle, but I don't think it covers the loss of Mitchell Pearce in any way, shape, or form. I think it puts a lot of pressure on KP, and if I I've got, you know, if, I, if I'm looking at Newcastle where my best mate just moved away, I don't have a seven. I don't have a, you know, a quality seven. Um, and I've got Wayne Bennett on the other end of the line saying, come to sunny Queensland, play up here with me. I mean, geez, it's going to be hard to turn down. And he could really be part of history up there, Caelan Ponga. So, uh, you know, this one wouldn't overly shock me. I, I've always liked the idea of Harry Grant or Cameron Munster, but I don't think KP would be a bad option. Um, just comes with a lot of scrutiny and everything, being the billboard guy. But I think that by that point, KP is going to be coming into his best sort of footy. I know a lot of people think he's very overrated at the moment. Um, I think he will prove a lot of people wrong over the next few years. He's got a bit of a Nathan Cleary feel to me. So, KP, no doubt whatsoever, he's talented. He's one of the most, if not the most, marketable guy uh, in rugby league. So I still think he's got a massive future in our game. And if it's at Newcastle, I think that would be great for Newcastle. But if it is at the Dolphins, it's probably better for the game, to be honest with you. With all due respect to Newcastle fans, I hope you understand where I'm coming from, not putting the shoe into Newcastle at all. But very interesting if the Dolphins do get KP. Now, the Cronulla Sharks, they have signed Ikevalu, of course, from the Sydney Roosters, Craig Fitzgibbon's former club. He was the assistant coach there last year. We had him on the podcast during the season last year, uh, he's now the head coach of the Cronulla Sharks, so he's he's got his first rooster. Now, we remember all the uh, all the quotes and everything about not poaching players from the Sydney Roosters. And look, I I don't think Nick Politis and uh, Trent Robinson will be overly worried about this. Ikevalu, I'm not sure realistically if he's going to have a spot in that team next year. I think he'll be there and thereabouts, but we are hearing rumours that Kevin Naguama uh, will sign with the Sydney Roosters. So... To me, reading the writing on the wall, Ikevalu going to Cronulla probably means that Kevin Aguama will come in. I think Ikevalu... I, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the starting team for the Sharks either, to be perfectly honest with you. They've got the two starting wingers who have been sensational the last few years. Uh, they've got Lockie Miller, who's walked into that system. Connor Tracy's floating around. Like There's a few guys in that team that can fill the void. Ikevalu walks in. I would say he'd probably be next in line after uh, the two starting wingers at the moment, but I, I think he, he will be in front of uh, Lockie Miller anyway. But an interesting move. I'm not sure if he's really moving the needle overly. I, I wasn't aware him and if it's given had a great relationship or anything. Um, so an interesting one there. I think it's good signing by the Sharks. I think Kavalu's good. If you have an injury in your backs and you've got to bring him in, I think you're doing pretty well just quietly. So plenty of talent. He's had an experience in a good system in Kavalu. So I like this one from the Sharks. But I think the more important thing here is that, that it probably points to Kevin Naguama uh, signing with the Roosters, as we're hearing. I, I've i heard the reports in the media that Kevin Naguama will return, and I know from another source that uh, his brother Wes has. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Told people that he will be back in the NRL next year. So the stars are aligning here. I would say it'll be with the Sydney Roosters. I think it'll be a really good signing. I think he's still got plenty more to offer Kevin Aguama. I also think he went over to England far too early. But he's had a good time over there. He's been very successful as well. He won their equivalent of the Clive Churchill medal a few weeks ago in the grand final. I can't remember what the name of that medal is. I think it's actually a trophy. Might be the Harry Sunderland medal. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just talking off the dome now. But I know that he won man of the match in the grand final a couple of weeks ago. So I think he's got plenty more to offer. Edric Lee, he's got a train and trial with the Newcastle Knights. Of course, I don't think he played any rugby league last year. I could be wrong, Edric Lee, but I'm pretty sure he didn't play last year. I think he had a foot injury all year that we sort of heard he'll be back soon, he'll be back soon. He just never returned. So, um, And we heard he was on the outside of uh, up there at Newcastle. I know a lot of people were very keen on him for a long time in Supercoach and whatnot, holding on to him in your draft teams just in case he landed on that left edge again. Never managed to get back into that team. Um, yeah, didn't play a single game last year. Played 11 games in 2020. And of course, 2020 made his State of Origin debut alongside Branko Lee, who also didn't play a single game of rugby league last year in first grade. So pretty crazy to think that these two cousins went from playing State of Origin, winning a State of Origin series together under Wayne Bennett and then returned to Clubland and haven't played a game of NRL since. Branko Lee, he has moved up to the Brisbane Broncos. I think he's going to do well there. Edric Lee, he's now fighting contract. He's on a train and trial at the Newcastle Knights. This is the club that only 12 months ago he was picked to play State of Origin from the Newcastle Knights. So a pretty pretty strange little situation there for Edric, but we do wish him all the best. I think he's still got more to offer. He's obviously a very unique sort of footballer with his body shape and whatnot. Um, very lanky guy. Good in the air. Ha- has improved a lot. At the start of his career when he was at the Raiders, it was very shaky, but I think he has improved a lot over the last few years. Coming back from injury. Interesting to see what happens with Edric there. Now, Sean O'Sullivan, he has left the New Zealand Warriors, and we're hearing that he could be the guy to replace Tyrone May on their roster. I think this would be really good for Sean O'Sullivan. I think it would be a good spot to land in. He's probably just an out-and-out halfback nowadays. He's not the sort of guy that's going to come in, and he could play hooker, I guess. He could play a little bit of nine, but nine, I, you know, I, I would say he's a pure seven who could handle himself at nine. I probably wouldn't play him at six, realistically. Uh, he's, he's probably just an out-and-out seven, could potentially play nine now, so I don't think he'd be sort of a number 14 for the Penrith Panthers. He could be, uh, but I'm not sure if he has the speed in his legs anymore to be able to be a 14 and to have real impact on the game but I do also think that this is a pretty good signing by the Panthers he can play uh, he has got good vision he's he's just a controlling seven so if something does happen to Cleary you could bring Sean O'Sullivan in and be okay he will be handy during that origin period and whatnot if Nathan Cleary was to miss six or seven weeks I'm confident you could bring Sean O'Sullivan into that system give him a very simple game plan and with the guys around him he could win four from six for you we saw him come in for the New Zealand Warriors now the Warriors I think they won like 30% of their games this year when Sean O'Sullivan was at halfback they won 50% of them so uh, he can play Sean O'Sullivan he's not the highlights guy he's not an unreal footballer but he can handle himself and I think in a good team he would just he would be just fine so if that is true good little signing for the Penrith Panthers. Good little depth signing there for them.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.